You're listening to the Glow Radio Podcast. I'm your host, Jacqueline Sun. I'm a spiritual baddie who is passionate about real transformation. These raw and unfiltered conversations are meant to break off limiting beliefs and leave you feeling more free to be your truest self. Let's dive deep. Hello everyone, welcome to Glow Radio episode 107. So today I have a big announcement to make that I'm super excited about. So I recently started developing a beta program to help single women overcome limiting beliefs and manifest their dream partner. I do this through doing the inner work and through using astrology. So I have opened up my coaching spots. I have a few ladies who signed up so far and I am just so stoked to try this out and help you guys manifest your dream partner because that's been one of my greatest achievements in my life, manifesting my own dream partner after leaving a toxic 13-year relationship, which I've told you guys so much on this podcast. And when I realized that that's what I love sharing with you guys, I decided to develop this coaching program. So if you guys are interested in learning more, send me a DM on Instagram at underscore Jacqueline Sun. My links are all in the description of this podcast, so you can go check them out. So let's dive into today's episode. Today, I want to talk about how everyone is projecting, including myself. And I have a few examples of things that I've projected onto others in the past and how I've realized them now and how I, why I did that. I realized the reasons for that, you know, being in my childhood, my upbringing, what events kind of shaped me. So let's dive into it. So first of all, our brain seeks to confirm what we believe already. This can be called the confirmation bias. So essentially, our brain and our thoughts and our mind, it's already always manifesting our reality whatever we believe in our mind becomes our reality so even if we think that we are not manifesting anything we are actually manifesting and creating our reality with exactly our thoughts and our feelings and we seek the familiar even if it's unhealthy for us like even if it's toxic behaviors but that's something that we grew up with especially if we grew up in like a narcissistic household, a very chaotic household, that's what our brain is familiar with. And that's why so many of us get caught in these unhealthy cycles of toxic relationships. That's exactly what I went through. So for me personally, I'll share a personal example of me and my toxic 13-year relationship. I realized that that was actually very familiar to me, like having all these arguments, like just very toxic, crazy fights in a relationship because that's what I experienced with my parents growing up. Me and my mom would have fights all the time. It would be like this crazy up and down uh, burst of emotion. And then when I was in that relationship, that's exactly the same type of emotions that I felt. It's like this, this addiction to chaos and I've talked about this before 
after reading the book How to Do the Work by Dr. Nicole Opera. I highly recommend you guys read that book if you guys want to tackle some of your childhood trauma. I actually had Dr. Nicole on an episode on the podcast previously. So if you guys want to listen to that, you can go check that out. I feel like she shares so much great insight. It's episode 89 that I spoke with her and she is known as the holistic psychologist on Instagram with like over 4 million followers. So she is truly changing the world and I, I talk about her so much. So what I learned from, the, from reading that book is that our brain truly seeks what's familiar to us. And for me, growing up in a very chaotic household, that's what I attracted in that 13-year relationship. And another reason why I realized that I stayed in that relationship is because I saw how my parents stayed together even though I felt like they weren't very compatible or they weren't very happy with each other when I was younger. They would have crazy arguments, like very, very intense fights, just like a lot of verbal attacks at each other. And I saw that they stayed together. Like I, I remember my mom saying all the time that she would have left my dad if it wasn't for me. Like if she didn't have a daughter, she would have already left my dad. And after learning from many different therapists, I realized how, how, how negative this can be and how bad of a, an effect it can have on your children because it teaches your kids that you should stay together even if you're unhappy. It teaches you to neglect your own needs and your own boundaries and kind of like tolerate and endure unhealthy toxic behavior. So I realized that that was what I saw in my childhood and my household and that's exactly why I stayed in that toxic relationship for 13 years even though there were so many red flags like early on but I just didn't realize them and it was familiar to me so that's why I stayed in that relationship. So another thing I've realized here is that even after I manifested my dream relationship, my healthy relationship, it doesn't solve every single thing in my, my life. You know, like I still have problems. It's not like I have this perfect life now. But what I will say is that being in a relationship with a health, healthy partner makes it a lot easier to overcome these challenges. Like I remember in the past, so many people or like pretty much like a lot of the information online, it always says that relationships are hard. And yes, I agree that there are challenges in relationships, but if I compare the level of difficulty now in my healthy relationship compared to the level of difficulty in my toxic relationship, it's like, um, like miles apart. Like I would say the, the level of difficulty in my toxic relationship was like 12 out of 10, like 10 being the most difficult. And right now, honestly, I feel like the level of difficulty is like a one out of 10, like at most, maybe like a three out of 10 when I'm trying to learn how to communicate. But I think that's, that's the thing that people need to understand when they're in a toxic relationship because I feel like I'm someone who has a very persistent personality. I have a Virgo moon, Virgo rising, and you know, earth signs, Virgos, we're very persistent and we don't like to give up. We don't like failure. 
And in my mind back then, I felt like if I left that relationship, I would look like a failure. And like, I felt like I had to be this role model for everyone, like showing what love is. And it's crazy because I, I look back now and I'm like, why did I put so much pressure on myself? You know, like it's crazy because now leaving that relationship is one of my greatest achievements in my life. And it's taught me so much. It's helped me gain all this experience and so that I can share it with you guys. So if you feel like your relationship is excruciating, like it's just so difficult to the point where it's affecting other areas of your life, like it was affecting my health, my professional life, and just like constantly every single week I would be crying and upset. Like that's not a healthy relationship. You don't need to push through that. There is something better for you. There is something healthy and you are able to manifest it. And that's exactly what I, what I want to help my clients with. So if you guys are, are single right now, you left a toxic relationship maybe, or you just haven't been able to manifest your dream partner, I do want to help you with that. So make sure to send me a DM and I'd be happy to discuss more. So now let's get into the things that I've projected onto other people. So I have three examples here about relationships that I've personally projected. And when I learned that, you know, every single person is projecting their experiences onto others. And this also helps me feel a lot better. Like if I get triggered by someone, I always think of how what someone does to you says more about them than it does about you. So if you're feeling triggered, I would encourage you to reflect, ask why you're feeling that way. And every single moment that you're triggered, it's an opportunity to heal and to grow. I feel like that's something that I've learned recently, how I've learned to really embrace the feeling of getting triggered and be grateful for it. Like it's, it's definitely hard. It's not easy. But in the past, I would be so critical on myself, you know, just constantly judging myself for feeling my negative emotions. I think it's because when I was younger, my parents also invalidated my feelings a lot just because that was the best they knew, you know, they didn't know any better. But because of that, I learned to kind of disregard my own feelings and just invalidate myself and push them away. So now realizing this, whenever I feel triggered, I'm just like, I'm so grateful for this moment because it's showing me something that I can learn, that I can grow from, and to help me become better, you know? So let's dive into the examples. So number one, one thing that I've projected onto others is that when I saw people who got engaged or married in a short amount of time, I honestly used to think they were crazy because I was like, how can you know someone how can you know someone is the one in such a short amount of time like even if someone was dating for like two years i was like yeah they don't know each other yet and i realized i was projecting that because i was in a 13 year toxic relationship and i still didn't feel like it was right like i i and i was right you know like my intuition was telling me that this relationship wasn't right for me but 
I just didn't know how to listen to my intuition at that time. I remember being in that relationship when I was engaged and I had a friend of mine ask me, so how did you know he was the one for you? And I remember replying so clearly, I honestly don't feel like he's the one. Like, I don't feel like that. And when I think back, I'm like, oh my God, like that's literally my intuition telling me he isn't the one. And I just hadn't experienced it yet. Like I hadn't experienced a healthy relationship and and all I knew was a chaotic, toxic relationship, seeing my parents grow up, arguing all the time. Like that's what I thought a relationship was. That's what I thought marriage was. And I didn't know that I could have something better because I just literally had not experienced it yet. So, but now being in the relationship that I am in now, I just know, you know, like when you know that someone is right for you, I can't even explain the feeling. And it's just like when someone is not judgmental of you, not critical of you and truly supports you, wants the best for you, you will know that they are right for you. So if you're someone who's kind of like me in the past who hasn't experienced a healthy relationship yet, I hope this can expand your mind a bit. I'm here to just tell you that it should feel right. If you don't feel like your partner is the one for you, they are likely not the one. So that's the first projection that I used to make on other people and now I've drastically changed my mind about that. I don't feel like it's a matter of time. Like of course, like you do need to get to know someone for a bit, but who am I to say how long that takes because I honestly don't know every single relationship is different. But sometimes, when you know, you just know. So yeah, it's, it's a really difficult thing to explain because if you haven't experienced it, you literally will not know how it feels like until you, you feel it. So if you're searching for that, I would just encourage you to not give up and to focus on your own self-worth. You know, when you feel worthy, when you are worthy of attracting someone who is compatible for you it's gonna come to you you're gonna be a magnet and you're just gonna attract that person so have a feeling of excitement you know excitement anticipation and to not give up expect trial and error in your dating life like if you're single right now and dating this is something that i would have told my younger self is that expect trial and error in dating you are not going to meet your dream partner on your first few dates like that's just very unrealistic i'm not saying it can't happen but it's just unrealistic you you need to expect disappointments expect that you're going to meet the wrong person but i found when i look back to when i was dating every single person i met was closer to who i wanted and I feel like that's a way of the universe giving me tests to make sure that I'm not going to settle because the universe has your back. You know, if you just put out your manifestation out there, tell the universe what you want, it's going to be taken care of. You don't need to focus on the how. You just need to tell the universe what you want and the universe will show you the how. You will be guided. So moving on, number two of what I used to project on others I used to not believe it when couples told me that they didn't fight and when they had a calm relationship. I just thought they were lying because 
from my experience, as I told you guys, I grew up in a very chaotic household, screaming arguments all the time. That's what I thought was normal. And I just didn't know any better. You know, the first few years of your life, I think it's like from age zero to like seven or eight or something like that, is like extremely shaping on your on your personality, on your thoughts. So during those those years, all I saw were my parents arguing, my family having screaming matches all the time, and I thought this is so normal to me. So when I met friends and people who told me they didn't fight, I was like, how is that even possible? But now I've drastically changed my mind about that because being in a healthy relationship with my dream partner, I can confidently say that we don't have fights, like we don't have screaming matches pretty much ever. I feel like if I screamed at my boyfriend, he would probably leave me because that is so unhealthy and you should not do that to someone you respect. Not saying we don't have disagreements, like obviously we don't agree on every single thing and if there's something that's bothering me, I I feel the need to bring it up. You know, we can talk about it and if I feel like I'm unhappy, I'm bothered by something, I've told him about issues in the past and he will listen. He will listen, you know, he respects me and he will take action to adjust so that I feel better and I'm happy and it doesn't end up in this explosive screaming match. And I, when, when he did that, like the first few times at the beginning, I was so surprised. I was really caught off guard and I was like, wow, we don't need to have a fight about this. Like, I feel like because of how I was conditioned, I was also very scared to bring up some things to him. Like when I felt bothered or unhappy, I was really scared to bring it up because my ex would just gaslight me, manipulate me and kind of defend himself rather than apologizing or seeing how we can work it out. And that's exactly how my parents reacted too. Like if I ever bring up something I'm unhappy about, it would just trigger them and then like, it would just not end well. But my current boyfriend, because he does have healthier coping mechanisms than me and because he grew up in a healthy family, I feel like he knows how to handle these conversations a lot better. And But if you're someone who didn't grow up in a healthy family like myself, know that it can be overcome once you're aware of it and once you're taking steps to develop yourself and improve yourself it can be healed. So lastly, moving on to number three, the last thing that I used to project onto people is that I would judge people for getting out of a long-term relationship and then dating someone very soon after. Like, I would just judge them for that. I would be like, how could they do that? They just got out of a long-term relationship. Why are they dating again? And lo and behold, that's exactly what I did after getting out of my long-term relationship. And I realized like, I understand now because I feel like once I got out of that relationship, I was like over it right away in the sense where it's like I would never want to go back to that person. But obviously there there was a lot of healing that I needed to go through after that relationship. But I know now that you don't need to be perfectly healed in order to manifest your dream partner. For someone like myself, I find that when I'm in a healthy relationship, it actually kickstarted my healing journey even more and being in a relationship helped me 
so much like it just helped me realize my traumas and how to heal them for for me I have my son in the seventh house or not my son sorry my Venus my Venus sign is in my seventh house the seventh house is ruled by Libra and Libra is a sign of partnerships relationships harmony peace so for me I truly feel like I'm meant to be in a relationship and being in a healthy relationship can kickstart me to heal more rather than me staying single for a long time so that's just very interesting to me like going through what I went through it you know you can meet someone at any time it doesn't matter if you just got out of a relationship or not it's just whether or not it's meant for you it's whether or not you are willing to receive from the universe and whether or not you are surrendering I found that I manifested my my dream partner once I really let go of control once I let go of attachment of the outcome like I had a list of things that I wanted in a guy don't get me wrong but it was like I feel like I was at one of my rock bottoms at that point because after my toxic 13 year relationship I told you guys I was dating this other guy it was a situationship we weren't even boyfriend girlfriend but that was one of the greatest heartbreaks of my life. It didn't work out. And I kept trying to manifest that guy back. I was like, I thought we were perfect for each other. And I, I kept wanting to get back into that relationship. But once I finally let go of it, like one day I was like, okay, fine, universe. Like whether it be this guy or someone else, I just want someone who's healthy for me. I want my dream partner. Once I made that shift, in my mindset that was when I met my dream partner so I encourage you guys to let go surrender to the universe and letting go doesn't mean you stop thinking about your manifestation like it was constantly on my mind like finding a partner dating you know constantly on my mind I'm a Pisces I love love I love romance but it means letting go of attachment to the outcome and also letting go of the how like you don't know how you're going to meet this person but the universe is going to show you how and that's been one of my greatest lessons since getting into a healthy relationship so that's what i wanted to chat with you guys today i hope that was helpful if you guys did enjoy the podcast make sure to go leave a review on itunes that would help more people discover this podcast and once again if you guys are interested in joining my beta program for relationship coaching, send me a DM on Instagram. I would love to discuss more with you guys. Thank you so much for listening. I love you all, and I will see you in the next episode. Bye.